Welcome to Tube Bimbos. <laughs> I was watching your mouth that time. I was like, I've got this. No problem. <laughs> okay, I'm excited for today. Today's going to be kind of like word vomit, probably in a good way. You know, catching up, two friends catching up. And you know what? I feel like with the mental state I am in and the mental state you are in, We're we just had a like- little brief chat. <laughs> This could be a very candid episode yeah. and I don't mind the little chatty ones. If you guys like themed episodes, let us know in the comments. If you like these like laid back, like kind of talking about everything episodes, let us know in the comments. We try to keep it, you know, you know interesting. Balanced, multiple things happening. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk because we were just talking about this. What are you manifesting? Because I want to know the details. What am I manifesting? What is manifest- Rosie manifesting? <sighs> In my mind, I, I definitely want to live in the Northeast. Okay. Ideally, I'd live in upstate New York, but I still need to see it. Like, it's weird to be like dreaming of living in a place that you haven't. Yeah. That I've never been to. So I need to see it first. But I do remember, I don't know where it is. So I might have to consult Google, but I went to tour colleges and um, I toured Sarah Lawrence in high school, which is, I don't know. I, th- I suppose it's in upstate New York. We, we can get a location. Yeah, I'm like, where is that? I don't even know. Sarah Lawrence College. Also, like, it sounds like an upstate name. Like, that name yeah. alone sounds very like upstate New York. So it's in Bronxville, New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you've been in there. Yeah. I've been through there. But, but I remember, and this was like in the summer of 2007. But I remember like thinking, oh my God, I just want to be in this town. Like, I don't, I can't. <laughs> The school seemed intense to me, which is why I didn't end up applying because I was like, oh, no, I'm kind of scared of this like whole situation. It's very art- artsy, um, you know, liberal arts college where you like basically it. you you go to class, you go to four classes a week and it's a major that you make up yourself, which I probably oh, should have done. Wow. That's right. And then cool. on on your fifth day on Fridays at the time, I have no idea if their curriculum has changed, but on your fifth day on Fridays, you do like a internship in New York city oh, and you work with someone in your chosen field. Oh, that's kind of cool. Fridays. Yeah. That's actually really yeah. cool. Actually, I may have, I may have flourished in that arena. <laughs> I didn't go to the school, but I have like, you know, sepia memories sepia. of this town and, and thinking it was stunning. And so I, I just want to, I think I want to manifest a beautiful home and a home that I can start like really like moving my work towards like home decor, mm-hmm. decorating lifestyle. I've, I've, I am a blog and, and maybe even moving into more traditional blogging, like focusing more on like a URL. That's page really weird. Like- you said that because today specifically I saw someone who's younger generation speak on that. And she's going back to that. And I have this weird hunch that that's going to be, you know, how everything circles back eventually. And I feel like that is going to be making a huge comeback and more people are going to start because I feel like you have more control of that. It's your page. It's your website. You, you know, say what you, I think that's going to be a big, huge thing. Well, I think that people are already, the young people love Pinterest. Yeah. I think that like Gen Z kids are like all about Pinterest, which is funny because I think it kind of like lagged in popularity for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I found you via Pinterest, which is really cool. Yeah, a lot of people found me. I need to get back on. I'm still doing pretty well on that, but I, a lot of my audience finds me through Pinterest, which blows my mind. It's so cool. I actually love Pinterest. I get all my house inspo from Pinterest or anything. Like I got all my wedding inspo from Pinterest when I was getting married. Like 
I I love Pinterest, but now they have like the video where you can put like a little story up now. And those are like so popular. Like if you take your TikToks or your story or whatever and put them on there, it's like crazy how many people view them. It's why I think that Pinterest is still kind of like a mental health break. Yeah. Social media platform for me. Cause like, you know, it, it recently this last week, we've had the whole Greg, uh, Greg Abbott bullshit down in Texas <laughs> and women, every women, people losing their rights, not just women, but anybody with a uterus is using, losing their rights. And I, it was difficult to be on Instagram because like, yeah. I, I definitely, I appreciate the outpouring of support from people outside of Texas, like putting up the memes and I've been putting up the memes too, but there is a certain difference, like being in the place yeah. that everything is occurring. Did you feel like the people around you, like your, the energy in the city for a second kind of like felt sad or how did it, did it feel any different or did it just kind of feel like a normal day? Do you know what I mean? Cause sometimes it, like, well, I think it feels normal. I'm in Dallas, man. Like yeah. I think that I am in, in a more liberal area yeah, of Dallas, yeah. but I do believe that I, I assume that most people I, I encounter outside from people in the service industry uh, are probably very conservative. Got it. Okay. I always wondered that if there was any kind of like overall sense, because sometimes like when I lived in other cities, like if something drastic like that happened, you can kind of feel it collectively. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, you know, I I haven't lived there in quite some time, but it's just. I mean, also, (laughs) if I'm being very honest, which I should have just said this when you asked me. I don't fucking leave my house, man. <laughs> like I'm a, That's how I I'm a hermit. Yeah. Like I, I think the people that I encounter are people in the service industry primarily. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we're all cheerful when I worked in the service industry, even when things were heavy, I felt I, I was cheerful with people and I, I did see every opportunity to be um, kind and exciting for somebody else. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I will say like, since it's happened, I don't feel like I've left my home. I've, I've felt a personal heaviness and it definitely feels like a scary state to live in. I'm scared now of like state, like finally seceding mm. and like becoming its own, like scary place. Yeah. I don't know. Are, what is like Houston totally manifesting moving eventually to the Northeast too? I think he's a little bit more go with the flow Got it. than I am. I think that he definitely wants that for me. He's really like, you know, you deserve to live in a place that's very autumnal, like it's the seasons and all that. I think that he like, see, I have like a much more like online based social group. Mm -hmm. And also because like so many of my friends are spread out. Like my closest friends are my college friends and everybody is like spread out across the country. And I'm a lot more like, oh, let's go travel to visit my best friend. And he sees his best friends like two, three times a week. So oh, there's yeah, a little he does bit of have, a- like his group. I, yeah, that's right. That's kind of. Yeah. Got it. Well, hopefully. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if you could hear that loud. Yeah. Fast and the Furious 6, 7, oh 8, my 9. God, excuse me, podcast listeners. I'm sorry. There are wild people on the streets today. Um, But actually, <laughs> I'm manifesting a quieter neighborhood. That's clearly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want. Um, yeah, I'm manifesting Northeast. Maybe me and Rosie will be closer together one day. I would love um, that. And having more than just like a social media business. That's kind of like my goal. I feel like I want to branch out. Also, I'm kind of like, I think it's the stage of life that we're in. I want like a 
rooted area. And I do want like house decor and like, you know, I want to like share that with people and I want a place that feels like home. And I feel Mm -hmm. like the last, you know, seven years of my life, I've been traveling everywhere and been fortunate enough to do that, but I'm kind of (laughs) tired. And I'm like, I wasn't tired before. And now I'm like, okay, I think I've seen what I want to see as far as like, uh, I still want to travel like overseas and stuff, but I'm saying here where I want to live. And now I know like what places I would want to live. I also really want to manifest two homes um, because that's just, that's just what I do. I want all the things. So, and I, I miss like Hawaii a lot. I miss New York a lot. Um, yeah, I like LA, but I just think like I'm ready for new things and I'm manifesting new things. And I'm just so tired. Although I think it's just, obviously we've all been through hell the last two years of our lives that I'm just like, I have never felt so tired. And I look back and honestly, I'm very proud of myself and proud of a lot of the people around me because to work, in 2020 period at all and just like even keep going and put a smile on and like try and move through the motions is was extremely hard um I think 2021 was like my body being like okay you can breathe like take time for yourself for a second because I think I just went through 2020 on autopilot and I think now I'm like really finding out like what I need and what I want to like better myself better my mental health and all that. Yeah. God. Yeah. 2020. I feel like for me personally, I didn't really notice the effects that it took on me until spring of this year. Um, it's, it's been like really, and I talked to you before about this off camera, but it's been so shitty being a COVID bride. I'm going to be fucking honest. It sucks dick being a COVID bride. There's so much like drama to be honest in June we all kind of had that like moment where we were like, it's on the up and up. And then like, it got fucking weird again. And that sucks for yeah. you. Like that's, yeah, it's not fun. I think that's too. Like, I, I think I had a lot of body dysmorphia in the spring. Um, I physically was in a really bad place before I started strength training with my trainer. And like, I, it hurt my back to bend over and wash my hands. Like I had been like, dormant for a whole year, like Mm -hmm. sitting on my sofa. Basically, I was not the person that's like, I'm going to go on walks (laughs) this, you know, I got a standing desk. No, I, I was couch bed bound for like a year and that took a massive toll on me. And it made me like afraid of my body made me feel like I was dying. I was in such a bad way, which is ironic that this is like one of the first times that we hung out. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like, one-on-one together was at, I would say one of the darkest periods of my like relationship with self. Um, and then to be at that time I was uh, in my bridal schedule, I was expected to buy a dress, which sucks dick (laughs) to go bridal shopping after a pandemic. And it's not a, it's not about like body size. Definitely. I feel like, um, if your body physically changes massively in a visual way, in a physical way, you feel it. Yeah. It, it's, it's jarring. I don't care what the change is. If you lose weight, if you gain weight, if you, you know, if something isn't functioning in the same way, if you know, I don't you know, like you find get a something that's like going to help you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck. It, it was nasty. And 
I, I feel like this week I just canceled my bridal portraits, which was a massive act of self-care that I am proud of. Cause yeah. I was just like, yeah, I don't feel like taking pictures. Like I want to take pictures with my husband yeah. on the day, like us smiling. I don't want to like pose in my wedding dress. I just don't feel that's necessary. And I have felt like an immense burden taken Listen. off me. Like what, what intense acts of like self-care or radical acts of self-care have you taken lately that you feel impacted by? I feel like I've set a lot of boundaries because I tend to, with like close ones or people around me, I tend to absorb a lot of their emotions to like a fault. Um, so a lot of things like in my personal life have like happened that I've had to be connected to, but still know not to get so invested that because I am very like an empath and to like the point where like I absorb people's feelings. Also, I've been having really psychic revelations lately, which is very, they've been really strong lately and they've been happening. And it was actually funny because it happened with something that my sister was going through. And I like knew I had like a moment where I knew something and she then texted me like a few hours later. And I was like, I already know what you're going to say. And she goes, what the fuck? How did you know? And she like freaked out. And she was like, actually, how do you know these things? So I feel like lately I've had to set boundaries because I feel like all these intense emotions have been coming. And then on top of that, like I've been having these weird visions. I also saw a ghost in our second bedroom recently, which usually that's a sign of something weird happening in my family. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I've just, I've had to like try and I don't want to use the word disconnect, but like work out and like take time for myself. First of all, like that's another thing in 2020. Like I was working out six days a week. That was my fucking therapy. And then when that was stripped away, I was like very depressed. And it's not like I was working out because I had like this urge to always be skinny or have to work out. It was actually like, literally I felt good when I did it. Like I loved being like, I can lift this weight. I'm super fucking strong. Like this is cool. And that's why I got the Peloton after you got, it, I saw you got it too. And then everyone was getting, it and I was like, maybe we should get it. And that like saved me, but it's just like working out. Um, kind of sometimes I I'm a homebody too. Like you, like I like watching like trash TV, watching like, so we just started watching like the, um, what we do in the shadows, new uh, season. We love it. Actually. I really think that all four of us should dress up like their characters. Cause I think it would be really funny. <laughs> And, um, I've just been trying to go to Colin Robinson. (laughs) I've been trying to like take time to just like, maybe not be on my phone so much because the last I've noticed on the weekends, I've been trying to like not be on my phone as much. Um, because sometimes I'll just scroll and then I'll think that I need to work. And I, then I end up never taking a day off. And it's like, that's when I become super exhausted. I also think that's happening to a lot of not just influencers, but people, everyone's taking breaks. Like people are not on social media, like every day now, like people are wiped the fuck out. One of my good friends deleted Instagram from her phone. And I was like, nice. Did you see that guy? <laughs> the, what the hell is his name? He's like a comedian guy. He, he just did a TikTok and he also did an Instagram saying like, I hate Instagram. I hate, or someone sent him like a question box thing that said like, I hate Instagram. I hate it here. And he was like, okay, let's all just admit, like, we all fucking hate Instagram. Like, come on. Like, like, and it was funny because like there were in the comment section, people were saying this was the first year, like they deleted Instagram. Like that was believe that. lots of people are deleting apps. I think it's just like, I, it's also hard. Cause like I was a, not a super social, but like I missed the little bit of socialness I had before the pandemic. And now I just have nothing. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but like, personally, I'm fucking terrified of COVID. Like 
very terrified. Like I have an autoimmune disease. I have the vaccine, but I'm still very terrified. And I see people going out and I'm like, I get FOMO, but then I also get anxiety because then when I think about going out in crowds, I get like extreme anxiety about it. Yeah. And so I feel like I'm stuck and I feel like it's just, that's like what I'm going through now is like trying to navigate how to have a life <laughs> in this new world we're living in because yeah. it's just very weird for me right now. Like I am home like you all the fucking time. It's so crazy how much our lives overlap. We've talked about this so much, but like I had a conversation with Houston this week because uh, he was in a show, a comedy show. And then he like went out with friends and like, I feel like there were three nights in a row that he was like out really late Mm -hmm. with like people from this theater or like pals that he was like going out for drinks with. And I just like was so jealous and angry because I was like, I was like, I can't wait to, you know, I was kind of like mean about it. I was like, I can't wait to fucking move out of here because I don't have any friends. And I I do like, that's like, obviously like, you know, an exaggeration. I have some friends in Dallas. I have some very wonderful, beautiful friends, but I feel like I have a fear of going out in public in Dallas. Um, And that's because, you know, I've had some like bad blood with certain groups of people. I have uh, an ex-boyfriend. I'm not comfortable like ever seeing again Mm -hmm. and it's so funny how much like my personal um like joy like goes up the more like anytime I'm out of town I'm like let's go out to dinner let's go to the club you get like your spark back you're like oh I want to go do stuff yeah and I just feel like I don't know I've I've felt this way for like three or four years and I've been like I need to leave this town like I need to get out and I feel like I'm glad that we, uh, we may stay out here another year just because I think that moving our lease is up in January and it's too soon to yeah. move at this point. But I feel like next year it's like, we're going to be traveling, looking for a place I want out so bad. And I think that we have some really beautiful listeners who are probably local that will immediately say, um, <laughs> I'll be your friend. And I'm going to tell you right now, baby, I'm team. No new friends. <laughs> Love you. I, I, I get I, it. I, I do get it. It's nothing personal. It's just like, I, I totally understand what you're saying. It's because I mean, here's the thing. And I'm so sorry, you guys, because I'm sure that I could befriend someone who follows me online and have a fantastic relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a couple of bad eggs <laughs> early on in my influencer career. And it just like, it's not, it is not pleasant being friends with someone who knows lots more about you than you than know. you know about them um and then and then to a certain extent there is a weird um dynamic where the person's kind of more of a fan of you yeah <laughs> or like or like thinking that you're cool i don't know there's a kind of like weird thing that i don't experience with other friends like when i hang out with like friends that i gr- came up with in the comedy scene or came up with organically um there isn't this weird thing where they're kind of like you know, hoping that I'll like them back in the same way. I get it. And you can also, I feel like there's a little bit more candidness and honesty in those relationships. Sometimes I, I have to met people and sometimes I, you know, I have met amazing people through my following. I've actually shot amazing followers for campaigns for my clothing line and people have been so genuine, but it's, um, it is different. It's also, 
I've met one, I've actually met one girl and it was right for the pandemic and she was amazing. She did not want to store. She actually didn't want to be on any of my stories. She actually genuinely just liked me as a human being. And she was one of the few people that like I could have probably been best friends with. And then the pandemic happened and we're both like psycho scared about like COVID. Yeah. So, um, but most, most of the time it just feels a little bit, um, I feel like I've encountered people where they're like, always want me on their store. They always want a picture. They always want a photograph. And sometimes I just, like, even when I'm with you, like, I don't always want to do something. Like, I just yeah. want to be like, a, I just want to have a normal friendship where social yes. media isn't the main thing. Um, So it's like very interesting. It's been hard. And in LA, like, again, I appreciate all the things that LA has offered and all the things I've experienced here. And I feel like I've actually tried to actively make friends here a lot. Um, most of them were influencers. And that's a whole nother fucking ball game. And it's that's tough. hard. You want to talk about disingenuous, weird, weird power dynamics. There are people who I know think that they're the most hot shit in a friend group based on the connections they yes. have to important people based on um, their fucking fat follower Forward count. Now. If you don't think that when you hang out with a group <laughs> of people, there's like some kind of pecking order, like based on statistics. Yep. That's nuts. It's weird though, because my sisters and I take this as such a compliment when they say this are like, you are who you are on the internet and you're the same as you are in person. Like you're the same, whatever, whichever way. And I found, I, I thought that's how everyone was until I started meeting influencers in real life. And I, you know, envied a lot of the influencers that have these huge social media influencer friend groups. And they're all like, yay, like let's go on trips. And that's great for them. But like, I have tried and I have tried and tried and tried. And every time it feels so fake and it doesn't feel authentic and it doesn't feel like they really care about who I am as a deep person. They don't really want to get to know me and like the shit that's hot. Cause like I have unloaded, I remember I met one girl for lunch and I thought, I thought she was so sweet, but I have like, I wanted to have like a deep conversation. Like, I want to know you like beyond just like your pictures. And I was like unloading my whole life and she was kind of, you know, just listening. And she was like, oh, tell me. And you could tell she wanted to know like more, but then she never fucking hung out with me again because I think she got so scared because I was so vulnerable and so open and honest that a lot of people don't want that. They want kind of just like, will you take my photo? You take my photo. Like, let's just go to cute places. And that's fun. But yeah. like, I don't, I, as a real friend, that's not going to like last. Like, that's not going to last for me. Like, I need someone who's like g- going to look ugly with me and like do nothing. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm like, mm. and then, so I felt like for a while, I actually had this identity where I was like, are people going to think I'm weird on social media because I don't have all these influencer friends? Like, why am I the, you know what I mean? And then I realized yeah. like, no one get like, I don't fucking care. Who cares? I, I don't, I feel like I don't, it is fun to see influencers yes. like hanging out. Like I do, but I don't, I would rather watch like a planned trip. Like five girls are like, we're all going to london together i want to take cute pics i'd be like yeah show me i want to see um but i don't like a brand trip man i can't tell you i'd have to i'd need a whole pharmacy to go on a brand trip you know man like i oh yeah i've had a lot of friends tell me crazy stories i was actually supposed to go on to right in march of 2020 and they obviously got canceled but um i was actually very nervous because those were my first bit like they were big brand trips and i was nervous because i had heard 
some weird fucking stories about brand trips. And so I was like, fuck, like this is. And also, let me just point out that one of the brand trips, I was the only curvy, what they considered plus size girl. And all of the other people were true models, like actual models, like signed contracted models that were a size double zero. So I was in my head freaking the fuck out because like, why am I the, like, what's going on here? The dynamics are off. Like it was very uncomfortable. And thank God it got canceled because holy shit. Can you not hear the people on my end? No, I can't. There is a a crazy rager happening. Well, do you hear that? That's our smoke alarm. Oh, I hear that. Hold on. Okay, wait. I just heard her say that. You're cooking. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. (laughs) Was that Houston cooking? (laughs) Was he cooking? Yeah, but you know what? There's a massive, we live right above the pool. <laughs> There's a massive pool party happening. Like so how many people? Like, like 15, 20? Let's see. I want to know the details of this party. FOMO. Here's the thing. It's it's probably, oh, there's a shit. Okay. Yeah, it is like 15, but there's like, we're like in a, uh, it's like a big echo chamber. Yeah, it just like rises up. Yeah. It sounds like there are 50 people. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like we're in Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, it does. No. Okay, what were we talking about? We were talking about influencer friends and trips, but I um I feel like also you know what I used to get really FOMO from is when I was never invited to those damn influencer giveaways and people would have them and they'd be like and I'd be like does no one like me on this fucking <laughs> and now you just grow up and you evolve and you start to learn that you just care less about those things and those things truly don't matter but it's so funny how like there's so many different stages I've gone through of like feeling kind of like well left out you know but now I'm just kind of like I want to focus on my life and have a cute home always <laughs> are crazy because I think that if you're not like hyper specific about who you partner with, mm-hmm. you could get a whole new pack of people that are going to be oh. super shitty to yeah. you. <laughs> or have totally like, different views as you, like totally. Like, this, I, I'm, we're, we're great. We are, I don't partner with people from the PNW. That's a, that's, <laughs> I swear to shit. Anytime somebody messages me about the most, I don't know what innocuous remark that I've made being like, hello, I'd like to have a gentle dialogue with you about why you said something that could be potentially framed as offensive. Um, they're always from the fucking Pacific Northwest. Really? That's so fascinating. Um, so much so in fact that I used to have a dream of visiting that area, but it's since been eliminated oh because I was like, it sounds like headache central to me. <laughs> and I feel that I'm a fairly sensitive person as I have been canceled before. And so I'm always thinking about it. And you guys will hear my trepidation in like shit that I, I like, I want to say that's perfectly fine to say on this podcast, but I'm always like, I don't know if it's okay to say, it. but no, the PNW SJWs <laughs> scare me shitless. Wait, what's man. SJW mean? Wow. I feel old. Social justice warrior. Oh shit. Okay. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. I actually yeah. know I can, I know a few of the people, like people like that and they, that are from the Pacific Northwest. I know the vibe you're talking about. It's very intense. This is a random thought I just had. You haven't announced to anyone, well, on your social platforms where you're going for your bachelorette party, right? Yeah. You, yeah. You, I think, did we talk about it here? 
I think we did talk. That's why I was asking. I was like, I don't want to say it because I saw you. I don't want to say it. I didn't know. If you going to, the podcast knows everything. Yeah, baby. The pod, if you're a podcast, if you're on the podcast, listener, podcast, you get the tea, man. We rank you as top tier above everyone else. <laughs> I hope you know that because you, it makes me feel, I'm so grateful that people want to listen to us talk because it's one thing to be a very pretty image on the internet. And I emphasize the word pretty because uh, we are gorgeous women. <laughs> but to to have some people like just want to listen to us speak means the world to me yeah. because like uh, some of our personalities get lost in the fray, unfortunately, mm-hmm. because there's a certain amount of decorum that we're beholden to, especially when things become more professional for us yeah. in that world. I really think this is like such a sanctuary for Ashley and I, and I feel like the veneer like disappears from me. I don't know if it's the same for you. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes when I talk on other platforms, people kind of dismiss me or just like don't listen or <laughs> unfollow or whatever. So if you're actively coming to this, you obviously want to hear what we say or enjoy what we say or like listening to the fucking 50 million topics we talk about. And I feel like that's nice because again, I do think sometimes people are like, um, just be quiet and post outfit photos, just be quiet and do your reels. And I'm like, uh, I am more than my fucking reels. Hello. Like, yeah, that's what I, I like about this podcast so much. I mean, I feel like this podcast is really joyful for me because I feel like I'm finally more than my body type here. Cause yeah. I feel like everything I get asked on, uh, on Instagram is like, Hey, how do you fat when fly when you're fat? How do you fuck when you're fat? How do you do this when you're fat? And I'm just like, I don't know, man. Hey, Rosie, I mean, like, uh, do those shoes fit? <laughs> do these shoes fit my fat feet? Man, everybody's so pissed at me. with your I, fucking feet, bro. Like it's, you need a, you need a Patreon or a fucking OnlyFans for your feet. This shit is wild out I here. I can't, I've taken some ads for shoes. And apparently I must not have wide feet. I thought I had wide feet because I've taken these shoe ads that for shoes that I wear and I love, and they're comfortable to me. And I've gotten people like pressed in my DMS being like, um, these shoes don't work for me. And they haven't worked for other plus size women that I know. And you are, I'm so disappointed in you. And I'm like, come on, man. Like I, I am <laughs> alone in my home. I put on a shoe. If I say, Ooh, this feels good. When I walk a mile, <laughs> I'm going to tell You're you about tell it. You. Yeah. It's so funny. And it, that I feel like is a category that people get extremely Some emotional have, about. There's like a foot riot people out here. Foot I, riot. I would have never that's a, known. That's a, uh, <laughs> God, that sounds like a <laughs> foot riot, baby. Foot, foot riot sounds like a riot girl band. Name. Oh my gosh, it does. Yeah. We're starting a band now called Foot Riot. <laughs> I didn't want to ignore your previous question, but. The podcast listeners are the top tier, I would say, of my, they're my favorite folks, the people that are listening right now. If you're listening, I hold you higher than all other followers (laughs) because that means that you really like me. Also, everyone who's been listening has been super kind about the episodes and they love, I mean, I've been seeing people when you guys tag us and like when you're watching the podcast. Um, I love that you guys, some people have said like, oh, it's their Friday ritual or it's their, you know, they look forward to a Thursday when it comes out. Like, I like that you guys are enjoying like and looking forward to those things. Cause again, it is just something that we do because we love it right now. And, um, hopefully we'll be a super famous podcast one day. Let's be honest. Let's manifest that shit. And then we'll take you guys all along for the ride and we'll do a live podcast show. Look at me manifesting so many things right now. I want to do that. I don't like, I don't want to have, 
I don't want to meet up. Like, I don't want to sit in a room and do nothing and like have people be like, Hey, (laughs) but I will go on a podcast tour. (laughs) Yeah. I think that would be so fun. I think that everyone is finally. Yeah. I think it'd be such good times. And plus I like love traveling and I like, I like a road trip oddities. Like I love a roadside cafe, a diner. diner. Yes. Diner. Yeah. That is my favorite. I'm such a a sucker for like Americana. Like I want to see what your town's like giant ball of yarn is, please. Thank you. I'm so like, like anytime I've ever road trip and there's some weird off, like I'm in sign me up. I want it to be like, um, Rob zombie, but like not as scary. Like I want you to take me to the weird shit in the middle of nowhere, please. Oh my God. Now I want to, how do we make this a reality? Like we just keep recording <laughs> Try to figure it out. Oh my God. Is this going to be one of those clips where we look back and we like snippet it with like us going like to a live show. Oh my God. That's sick. Oh my God. Save this, save this. Clip. This is in the little pre-roll before the live show. <laughs> We walk out. We're like, look at those <laughs> doors. <laughs> we thought we weren't going to be live, but now we are. No, literally. Now I, I want a biscuit that. from like a. I I literally live for a diner and diner coffee. Biscuits from the middle of nowhere in a diner and coffee is like superior. Like, I love that. Just uh, that is. I am a diner person through and through. When I lived in New York City, I had a diner I went to every single day. That was a shithole, and I loved it. Now I want to do a diner tour. This is, <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm sure that where we are headed to for my bachelorette, we'll have opportunities of plenty. And that being said, we're going to Salem, Massachusetts, and then upstate New York, and then New York City. It's going to be a big New York. I'm so excited. I cannot wait for Salem because I've literally wanted to go there for so many fucking years because I love spooky places. And I was supposed to go when I lived in New York City. I just never ended up getting to it. But my friend, one of my friends, she she was going like religiously every Halloween for like several years. Cool. And she said it's um, her absolute favorite place to go during that time. She said it's insane. And I'm like, I, I cannot wait. I think it's going to be the perfect vibe for me because I'm not a party animal. I might be, who knows? I think that like, I don't know like what things are scheduled. I think that my bridesmaids, if you are listening, I don't expect you to fucking listen to my podcast. <laughs> That's so like entitled for me to be like, uh, Hey, are you guys listening to my podcast? Um, but I don't, I don't want to rule out partying one night, but I think I was like, uh, we, one of my, uh, bridesmaids is very type A. Actually, a few of them are very type A. They sent out a awesome, um, <laughs> Google doc that I like lost my, or Google survey. I don't know what they're called, but yeah, I was like so survey like, thing. yeah, like filling out that survey was the most fun shit I've done <laughs> in recent years. It was like, it had a uh, Halloween themed questions yeah. that were relevant to everything. It was like, everything had a pun. You know, like it was really good. I'm like, I'm hoping that someplace has like specific Halloween or creepy cocktails, like, like a good cocktail, like some weird, like where it like fucking goes into fog and turns. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking that there might be something like that there. Um, I feel like I gave Dallas answers because it was like on a scale of like one to 10, like 10 is like, I need a babysitter with how drunk I am. Or one One is like, I can drive everyone home. I put myself the bride, you guys. You put three. Out of two. Oh fuck! I, I was gonna say a three. I thought I knew you were gonna say something like that. 
Because I've been having virgin cocktails lately. Like I had them at Disney and they were incroyable. So good. <laughs> I've yeah. been enjoying virgin cocktails. But I also like, I might be able to, I think I'll let loose at my bachelorette I put a of all seven, places. So. I put a seven, Eight. which Charlie said seven is like, he's like, that's like, that's not even that. That's not that wild. I don't feel like I, I'm waiting to see who put some tens. That's going to crack me up. Whoever it's Peyton. Oh, did you- <laughs> Peyton. <laughs> I, that's Peyton's a, a party girl. That's party amazing. Animal. I love that. <laughs> I think if anyone is listening, I probably didn't. Well, my fear was like, we only have so much time in Salem. I don't want to be massively hung over sure, the yeah. next day. We should get liquid IVs. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm already thinking ahead. Um, look what I need. Please sponsor my bachelorette party. <laughs> um, yeah, da, 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 da. I've, I've been thinking, I think I'm at a party. So if anyone's listening, like <laughs> don't leave one, leave one of the nights kind of unplanned, you know, like maybe that last Sunday night that we're there. I'm also excited to see what Salem food has to offer because Dude. I mean, it's on the East Coast. I'm assuming I can get like a lobster roll somewhere. Um, very into that. Very into the food situation. I feel like it's going to have some really cool hole in the wall spots. They, I know that my gals have, are itinerizing us to the nines. Like I think our days, are, I think the restaurants, because there's a, we're, we're a nice group. Yeah, it, it was like 12 people. Now it's eight. I am sorry to our fallen sisters, but also eight is much more manageable. <laughs> sisters. Yeah, I know. Seriously. No, I think it's going to be great. I think that everyone who's organizing stuff is doing an amazing job. I'm actually really normally a very, I'm actually glad to see other people like that because normally I'm very like that. So it's nice to see that other people are very like researching, you know, doing all that stuff. Like that's awesome because people are like super invested in stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm pulling this up. What is that? Um, cause I thought I wanted to share this cause if we're sharing details, I think this is very fun. So I got my three girls that are my type a babe sent me a, a tiny little screenshot of a spreadsheet that they made. I don't get to see the rest of it. Cause I don't get to know the events that we're doing. Cause they were like, do you want to be surprised on your outfits? Oh, and I was like, no, like I need to know. You so need I to know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, um, so we've got. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. It had every day has outfit like what plans, dress code is plans. for the day. So the first day is Friday is fall flannel and denim, and your my inspiration is an LL Bean catalog. <laughs> That's what it says. Um, <laughs> the second day is a comfy sweater and light layers, and my inspiration is academia. I like that one. I saw. That. I like that one a lot. I can't wait. I already have like, I've got shit. I'm sure you have shit too. Yeah. Oh yeah. But also I'm going to buy more. (laughs) I'm like prepared. I am. I actually just keep thinking, I keep going into stores being like, this would be good for this trip. This would be good for this trip. So I'm very excited. I'm going to get compression bags so I can overpack. Cause I just like, I think I might need to get some of those. When you said that the other day in the text, I was like, that's actually a really smart idea. I feel like like you guys are going to see it might be a double poster in October. Like that might be cray cray, but. <laughs> well, I was actually thinking there's going to be a lot of content um, we're all creating for October. I think October is the very, every October, I feel like I'm cranking out the content, but there's going to be a lot. Especially I'm, if you're on the East Coast, you're going to be taking a ton of photos. I ordered another Halloween costume this weekend. No, I have Inspiration one, hit two, me. 
three, four. Oh my God. I can't share it on here. I'm going to have to text you. You're going to shit when you find out my fourth <laughs> one. It's the fun. Let me just tell you the fourth costume I'm doing involves Penny and you guys have no idea. It's going to blow your mind because it's something you would not think my, a dog would do. <laughs> and it's, I, Charlie came up with it. It's probably top tier. One of the most nerdy. I like um, doing like, you know, cutesy costumes mixed with like completely weird, like nerdy costumes that like make yeah. people laugh. So I'm very excited. How many costumes do you have so far? So we're doing, you and me are doing three. Oh shit. Never mind. I have more than that. Then yeah. Cause I forgot we're doing a bunch. You and me are doing three. Oh my God. We're to post so one. much. I've got one with Houston, like all set up. I have another one with Houston that I haven't bought anything for, but I should like get on yeah. that. So there's that. And then, um, the, the, the other one I just thought of. So I've got six kind of tentatively. Whoa. And then I think I might do something fun. Like just buy something stupid, you know, yeah. like, like one of those like pumpkin ones that you just like pull on. Pull on. Yeah. It's just like a pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a sandwich board basically. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it. And then it. I just feel like, like, so the third day on the trip is us just dressing witchy, which I feel like is kind of a costume. That is kind of and a costume. Oh, shit. Now I feel like I need that witch hat that I keep being influenced that I keep saying I'm going to buy. Yeah. That witch yeah. hat you posted about was pretty freaking awesome. It's dope. Does I'm it look good on? Does it look good on? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it does. It looks Ugh. very chic. That's it what I feel like. Beautiful. It looks very chic. Damn it. I'm going to have to travel with that. I have so many hats I'm bringing. I have my hat box. I'm, I think I'm going to have to check extra luggage. Like I, I told Charlie he has to bring my costumes for me. Like it's kind of a lot. Yeah. That makes I was thinking about like shipping shit home because I also feel like I'm going to come home with stuff. You are going to have stuff that you. <laughs> That's so true. Where I feel like this is probably also it's a long time to be gone. So when you're gone that long, you kind of have to bring a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because I have to have like a day outfit and a night outfit. When was the last time you were in New York City? How long ago was that? It was right before the pandemic broke out. Like, oh shit. I shit you not, like right before everybody quarantined. I think I was there March 5th. Wow. And I felt so blessed by that trip because New York the vibe, the COVID vibe hit there way before it was hitting in the South. Mm. So when I was there, all the Dwayne raids were like cleared out really, and people were not on the streets. It was quiet. And I, and I called Houston. I was like, Oh baby, you got to get all of this stuff that I'm telling you, you need to get so you sold like out here. The game. Yeah. Yes. And like nobody, we knew quarantine until like a week after Houston and I had already started. We were, I we, felt- we went ahead. We went ahead before too. And I'm glad we did. Cause like it got weird fast. Yeah. God, New York. I can't believe that's, yeah, that's lucky you went like right before you got to see it right before it all closed down. I'm excited to, well, I was back. Oh, did I go back recently? Why am I having, yeah, I was there recently, but I'm excited. You were just there. Yeah. I was just there. What is going on? Why can't I remember anything? Like last month? I don't know. Like, like two months, two months ago. Yeah. I was just there. June what or July. Time? And I'm excited because I haven't been, I haven't, it's fall now. So I'm excited for all the fall stuff. I also love a patio in New York city. I'm very, again, food. I'm into the food. So all the food, all the things, get me a bagel. I can't wait. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be my period. You're like, (laughs) (laughs) like, I was on my period period when we hung out. 
in Disneyland. Um, oh, yeah. But the positive thing about being on my period is that I eat bread when it's my period. So I'm getting that You're getting bagel all shit. the bread. Oh, do you like bagel? <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll just... A trepidatious amount of bread because they've got good gluten-free bagels in a lot of spots. Okay. In New York. I haven't had a gluten-free bagel, but everyone says they're pretty good. They're great. I feel like bagels being gluten-free are one of the few things that are like, I don't, I can't tell too much of a difference. Is <gasps> what? I, we, the Trader, Trader Joe's comes out with a Halloween the and Halloween. fall stuff this week. I know. We need to do a little thing. I know. So I actually am not a Trader Joe's person. I told you this before, but the thing is, I saw all the stuff coming out for the Trader Joe's fall shit. And I was like, okay, I'm into this. Like, I'm yes. very into this. Also, yes. have you tried the elote thing they have there? No. Everyone talks about. Okay. The dip? Yeah. And it looks everyone says it's fucking amazing and i'm like you know i love corn hello and i'm like very excited about getting this everyone says it's so good but i saw the list of fall things coming and i was like this stuff sounds amazing yeah i need to get on the trader joe's like train i saw they have like maple oat milk really that kind that of that's probably so gonna good. be pretty fall tasting that's probably pretty good that's gonna be a slapper you know i would do that with my coffee you could do a that's milkshake with that oh my god that's a that's mind-blowing a maple oat milk milkshake that is fire have you gone have you gone back to starbucks since our taste testing and tried it as stuff again yes and i was disappointed with the cold brew i didn't get that one i got the apple caramel macchiato okay so I, everyone's apple been trying that and i keep hearing everyone hates it now it's too sweet I, and it's crazy that I say that because I've never been the girl that's been like, it's sweet. But see, I was I like, Bleh. see, I don't like super sweet. Luckily, the one I got, I felt like when we did our taste test wasn't like, like crazy. But I've been getting the pumpkin cream cold brew. And they're back to back to last year's standards. They're so okay off the chain good. I wanted to tell you because Charlie's like, uh, you get those like every single day. I'm like, uh-huh. They're addicting. <laughs> I am hooked. I think they have like a little like first week, like getting back to like making them or something. I had something that the macro barista cooked up. Love him. And I, I think it was like something vaguely pumpkin. And I was like, oh, this is very manageable in terms of like taste, you know, like yeah. it's not like intense. And I was like, I kind of like, maybe I'm a now an elder. A lesser. Who, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't need the full pumpkin fantasy yeah you can just give me a hint that's of how I'm, i am i hint i actually the coffee i made this morning i just did like a hint of pumpkin i like a hint of pump that's why i like the pumpkin cream whole brew but people keep saying to get the chai which i haven't tried the chai with the pumpkin cream foam on top is i it, had that is it really that good it's great i okay. think the thing is, is the, the chai itself is like my shit and i think it's a way to like have autumn like 24 7 yeah 365 yeah I love uh, but with too. that pumpkin on top, it is so good. Beautiful. I'm gonna need to try this. Now Beautiful. I'm just hungry, I'm just... so that's cool. Um, <laughs> I'm dreaming of all the food because I've been eating. I don't know about you, but I've been eating. I've been cooking, like cooking most of my food the last three months. I've been really proud of myself because, like, I was just so used to just Uber eats everything, and now I've been cooking at home, and like, I'm ready. I'm ready to sit down at a table and. <laughs> have food brought <laughs> i can't wait yeah i'd like i haven't gone out to eat at all since this like delta variant started like people talking about it Ugh, the worst it's just like i'm 
I'm so easily, I am such a sheeple. Like I'm very terrified. Like you could be like, there's breakthrough cases because I've heard things. There's a new variant. Okay. Let me just be honest. I keep on this shit all day long. It's freaking me the fuck out. There's another new one, like besides the Delta. Um, There's another new one and they're predicting that it is the most resistant to the vaccine. So let me just like, let me just, I'm sorry, but like this shit fucking is annoying at this point. I like, and people are probably gonna be like, you can't live your life like that, but I'm sorry. I just, I can, I can, (laughs) I just, I literally, I, I'm also one of those people. I knock on wood, do not get sick. I don't, I usually just don't. And if I get sick, I feel like it's, I get really sick and I just don't want to even have to think about, cause I also have suffer from anxiety. So I know if I got it, I would get in my own fucking head and I'd start feeling worse than I probably am because I'm freaking the fuck out. And that's what terrifies me. Literally. If I had to be hospitalized for COVID, the first thing I would say to my fucking doctor is like, I hope you have Xanax buddy. And I want to be on it 24 seven. I like, to me, I feel like the fear of it it w- it's so much worse because to me, if I caught COVID, I would be a wreck emotionally yeah. more. So- I mean, I don't want to say more so than my body, but I feel like there are probably people I wish I was like, uh, I wish I was a person that could that diminishes COVID right now. The people are like, hey, I feel like how didn't Joe Rogan get it? Dude, and he was like, I feel do good. Do not get I me started great. on that. I'm sorry. He was so arrogant in that damn fucking post. I actually almost did a TikTok about it because I was so irritated. He's like, I talk ivermectin. And I'm like, bitch, shut up. Like, you have money. You sound privileged. The reason you had all the medicine thrown at you because you were money, baby. Like, he was like, (laughs) I was two days and I was fine. I'm great. Sorry that the show's canceled. I'm like, meanwhile, there's people in the hospital dying. Like, I can't. So it was just kind of like, I wish I do think like you where I wish I had the capacity to let my anxiety dwindle a little so yeah. I can live a little more. But at the same time, I know if I got it and I had gone out and had like a time and just not cared and then I got it and then like I would, it would be really mind fuck for me. I've swam in my apartment pool down there <laughs> once this summer. Once. Why are we the same person? People are going to listen to this and be like, oh my God, are y'all okay? <laughs> No, we're not. That's the short answer. No, we're not. Okay. And I'm, I'm a natural hermit. So this was, I'm like, I'm a base layer, like leave the house only to go to target by myself. Like that's, that's my general persona. I'm going to target and it runs so in my family. Oh, does it really? Yes. Like my grandpa only kept to himself. My mother, oh. my mother does not have a very large friend circle. My mother kind of like keeps to herself and oh. just goes to thrift stores. And I inherited this. Mm. I think it's a genetic situation. I would say that I'm a, I'm, I'm like, I'm balanced, but I've also had some, you know, environmental factors. Yeah. And then this massive environmental factor <laughs> sucks. It's sucks. just like, oh, I thought I was getting better. Well, what, nope. Well, what I'm curious about is the, for anyone that's listening that lives in California or even people who aren't listening, you guys know that there's a recall coming that we're voting on for, I don't know if you heard about this, but if the governor or whatever the hell Gavin Newsom guy gets taken out then the Republican candidate wins and he's like against mask man against he's against a lot of shit and everyone's like don't turn California into Florida and I'm just like kind of a little I think that honestly the sad thing is and I keep saying this I don't have high hopes that this this isn't going to be a I think there's going to be a fucking drastic change in California and I think that you have to realize and this has to do with our 
last president, people really love drama. They love to shake up shit. They like to watch shit fucking fall apart because we are the fucking people of the universe that really just feed off of fucking that kind of shit. And I feel like almost, you know how like everyone was like, oh, there's no way he could win president. And then he did. Everyone thinks that. And I'm like, these people will come out of the woodworks to vote this person into office. And you guys are going to be safe. Like, that's why we're making sure we turn our ballot. But I'm curious in the next month what's going to happen to California because it could be brutally like a fuck for California. That's what's like really wild. There's a shift happening here too. I'm preparing myself for like long-term bullshit, (laughs) to be honest. Like, because I mean, there are things that you listen to that are like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. This sucks. And, but then like, I read, I was like watching an Audrey Hepburn documentary Mm -hmm. and she was in a Nazi occupied area of some area of Europe. Right. And they were occupied and forced to stay in their homes for how many years? Seven, seven years of her childhood. So like there are people who, I mean, there's like times in history where things have been like massively worse you yeah. know and so I'm just sort of like okay I thought 9-11 was our thing yeah <laughs> but apparently I think that also that's why kind of tying back to the beginning when I I'm so into the phase of like getting roots and settling down in somewhere that honestly is probably a lot more quiet than where I'm at now because I really value safety and comfort and like quietness and I feel very out of sorts like right now in my life. So I feel like I really want a place to like come home to not have shared walls, you know, like peace, quiet nature. Like I can paint my walls, whatever color I want. I can do whatever I want. I can decorate my front, like fucking Christmas on crack. And that would bring (laughs) me great joy. Like I have warned Charlie, like when we have a house, this shit. Okay. Do you want to hear my crazy idea that Charlie's going to make me? Cause if you don't know, Charlie is used to build props for major TV sets and video games that he can build like anything. Ashley's husband is just a Renaissance man <laughs> in general. I'm is he editing this episode. <laughs> no, I don't think he has. <laughs> I I feel like so I had a very immediate when I was like when we want to move whenever we get a house this is what I want he goes okay lay it on me I said you know that the Grinch is one of my favorite movies of all time the Jim Carrey Grinch I just that's like one of my favorites I cry every time I watch it you look like Cindy Lou Who oh continue I literally love it <laughs> and every year I sing the song that she sings where are you Christmas and I cry and so I told him that he needs to build me for my front yard. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I can't even breathe. The Martha May Whoville shooter gun light thing in our front yard. So basically it has light coming out of it to the lights that are on the side of our house, but it's just a gun in our front yard, like a giant Christmas shooter gun. And it's going to be in our front yard for Christmas. That's amazing. I said, are you That's sure? Amazing. He was like, Oh, I can make that. I go, wait, you can make that. He goes, Oh, easy. I can make that. And I was like, <laughs> Okay, easy, fine. And he's like, he is making that for one of my Christmas decorations for when I have a house. Is it this year or is it next year? Probably next year, I would think. Okay. okay. I, I think he's going to be making a lot more. He's a very crafty person. And I know that whenever the time comes when we have a house, like he's going to be making a lot of stuff. Um, And I think I'm going to put him to work and be, I also want like a little pottery studio. I want to get into pottery. Oh, hell yeah. That's one thing. 
I really do hope that like we live in a close vicinity I do of feel. one another. I told Charlie I like that. Houston I said, I hope I said that like before I got on this to record, I was like, I hope we live close because then we can just like podcast together or I like at least trust you. I don't feel weird. Like if I have a COVID friend, if the world ends, me and Rosie will be together with our trash TV, our Xanax, our edibles. We will be good to go. <laughs> I can't wait. I'll be knocked out on a sofa watching TV. <laughs> I honestly, if there was an asteroid headed toward planet Earth and we had like a 36 hour like window, I'd be like, where's the ecstasy? And you would like a lot of it. I would like to go on a full bender and obliterate my brain. And right now we are taking yeah. a trip <laughs> fully. I, I can't wait. Like, I really I think that that's also in our future, too. I I can't decide, though, if I want to do something to what you're doing, which is building a home. Mm-hmm. Or if we want to, um, like find an, an old timing, old timing. I mean, both are great options. I, it's funny because the podcast listeners know I'm building a home and like a ton of people on my other platforms, obviously Instagram followers are some of the podcast listeners, obviously, but a bunch of people have no idea. And I still have yet to announce on here where I'm building my home. And that comes in like a month. And so you guys already know the details. No one else even knows. Rosie knows all the details because Rosie's Rosie. <laughs> so I'm basically, like the whole point of this entire podcast was to manifest on um, the Northeast homes, comfort, safety, uh, not living near wild people, basically. I really hope that happens. I want that too so much. I'm like, I'm going to light my candle again now that there's no fire. <laughs> what candle are you lighting? I got this, you know, you know, it's so funny is that last episode I talked about how fucking ugly I think that. Did you Bath buy one? I was going to say you bought one, didn't you? It was a gift from my trainer. And I actually think that this one, and I'm not, this is not a bullshit thing because it was a gift uh, by any means. I actually said to Houston, this one's actually cute when, <laughs> and it smells what so good. What does it good. look like? called pumpkin the fire's on pumpkin bonfire oh, that one's not no that's not weird that's cute i don't know you can't see I it i can see the pumpkins though oh there we go yeah. look at that yeah smells like fall now. baby okay what no one can hurt me what do you want to end this podcast on i feel like we need to end it on a positive inspirational note here positive inspirational note manifest well, good juju Yes, we're manifesting. Um, I want to, I, I would love, I cannot wait for the future ahead of us. And I urge you all to, you know, just enjoy what's happening near you. If, you, if that's a, if that's a pumpkin scented candle, enjoy that. If that's a good at home Taco Bell oh, taco. I've been making those because of you. They're so good. Honestly, like take little pleasures and keep yeah. on dreaming of the future. Yeah, I agree. I think if it's your Starbucks every morning that you enjoy or your TV or your cozy blanket, people really take those things. But those things make my life so much better right now is the small things I feel like. Yes. Really, really. And this podcast honestly makes my life better. So it makes me happy, too. I hope that it it makes you happy at home. I personally enjoy the freedom that I have here <laughs> as a content creator to like, you know, act like uh, I would say I I'm my full true self on this podcast and it feels great it feels so good yeah. so i hope that you feel that listening and 
and I don't know. I hope that we're spreading. Even if we talked about heavy stuff today, I hope that we brought you some entertainment and some fun. Yeah. Same, same Rosie. We're manifesting. Well, we love you guys. Please like subscribe manifest and have an amazing week. Bye. We love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>